Welcome to the build-up on Balls.ie in association with Labrooks. Please bet responsibly. Visit dunlui.net for further information. Great stuff there from Jason. We are thoroughly looking forward to those two fights this weekend. But we are now also joined by PJ Brown on the line because we're going to talk some GEA. PJ, fill us in on your week in GEA. This is one of my favourite parts of the show every week. It's uh, the adventures of PJ Brown in Club GEA. <laughs> you have new stories to tell, new things you're excited about each week. What is it this week? Uh, on Friday night, Mark, I w- I've looked out and kind of every time I buy a game, it seems to be a cracker. Of late, <laughs> now that I say that, I'll probably end up jinxing myself and ending that run. But Friday night, no surprise, I watched the game, the Gary Championship, uh, with Kinmare against Croaks, an obvious one to watch. But it, it was it was an incredible game. It was like the third time in a row Kinmare came back from the dead to win the game. They could have been they could have been in a relegation battle year this year. Instead, they're in a, the senior club final. They were six. They were six points down at halftime against Crokes, and they came back to win it with the last kick of the game for the second game in a row in the 68th minute. It's mad stuff. Like, do, you, do you think now, given the way that it is that the Kerry Club Championship is benefiting from like what? Which do you rather know, the Kerry Club Championship or the County Championship? If the Club Championship were to get pride to place every year, being played at this time rather than isn't it usually like round? Well, it's usually played in April. This is the senior club final. You're thinking yeah. of the more kind of a divisional, like the North Kerry Championship or whatever there. That's the Steve yeah. one, but maybe, Yeah, maybe it would be. Um, I mean, th- th- there is always this debate in Kerry about, well, well, certainly, m- maybe it's more from people outside of Kerry wondering, should you still have these divisional teams? Because they push down... Um, you've only got eight senior teams in Kerry as a result. And, you know, they're kind of like a, a little bit of a throwback and pe- people kind of wonder, should you have them? And Kerry are so successful in the intermediate and junior All-Ireland Championships because of the, there were only eight teams in the senior championship. So all, like, all the, because there were then like nine divisional teams, they pushed down yeah. uh, eight, eight teams into the intermediate yeah. and junior championship which is kind of a little bit unfair to like to other counties it's why you end up with like Beaufort hammering like destroying teams in an Ireland junior final Kilcommon hammering teams in an Ireland junior final it doesn't happen every year but like if you look down through like the list of yeah. like yeah. the all time winners of those championships Kerry like dominated the only thing I'd say though is is it not like you know, we Cork do it in Hurland. I think more more club, more counties could do this because you've got, like, the GA should be a kind of an equal opportunities uh, organization as much as possible. And if you're from a small town in the middle of nowhere, you're very unlikely to ever be a senior team. But you might have two or three great players who can go on and still win a county championship this way. And senior teams represent them all. Like, the Temple No lads won't be able to play for whichever... Uh, South Kerry or whatever this year. The Kenmare District would be their... their the Kenmare District. They won't be able to play for them now because they've actually qualified the seniors. So they're kind of on their own now. And if they can swim, they can swim. And if they can't, they'll go back and play for the district again. I think, I think it's a brilliant system. I don't understand where the criticism comes from. I actually get your point about the overall All-Ireland Championships, but I think that's secondary, really, to lads never having a chance to win anything if you go by the other way, you know? 
Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of arguments for and against it. I mean, I, I think in the past, one of the reasons it would have been set up is the gift player is this chance to play senior championship football yeah. that they would not have without um, without these divisional teams. And as a result, they get a chance that they could be spotted by the carry management. But like games are so accessible now. And, you know, I, I don't think anyone is getting is miss, is missing out on a carry panel because they play for a junior club now. That that's just like not the case anymore. Yeah, but I suppose it's not just about playing for Kerry, though, is it? Like, I mean, there's a, like, a, isn't it a fair opportunity to to win if you're a good enough player to play at a certain level? But you're from an area. It, it's keeping the ability to play for your club that you're from, and not having to, you know, like I mean, I don't want to suggest that everybody does this, but in Dublin, you know transferring to a bigger club if you're from somewhere that doesn't have a lot of tradition is a fairly normal thing to do and mm. I like that that's not the case and if you should be from your community but at the same time there's no point in you if you're one of the best players in the country you know flutering around the junior championship for the rest of your life and you could be winning senior senior championships anyway I don't know as you said there's plenty of arguments for and against it yeah, there is something romantic to winning a, like a junior championship with your club if you're like a yeah, but they can still do yeah. that, can't they? Yeah. Well, yeah, yes, yes, they can. Yes, yeah, yeah they can. There is, there is also this year. Um, so the Kerry the senior football championship, the one with the divisional teams, is starting in two weeks, I think it is, or it's around the twenty third. Um, and East Kerry this year, who won it last year, the strike Crooks in the final will have because Ratmore were relegated, they're even stronger this year. They, they looked kind of unbeatable, like nearly unbeatable towards the end. But now they've got Paul Murphy, the man of the match in 2014 all final, and the Kerry goalkeeper, uh, Shane Ryan, Shane Ryan. Coming, into their, coming into their team. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise, sorry, I didn't even realise that when I was asking that, I was I thought once Kerry were done now, they were going straight into inter-county training and getting prepared. I didn't think they were going to play off. The no, senior no, no. club championship as well. So Jesus, you got yeah. you got load. <laughs> this is this is just going to keep rolling on and on. There's loads of yeah. I, I mean, like the, 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 this this has been great so far. I mean, like you know, you, you think this is this is like a little trailer here to the to the to the actual what everyone considers to be like the, what is the big competition in Gary? Like, yeah, this um, is like like uh, I don't know what I heard, I'm trying to think of it and an even example where like. Kerry, Kerry club football is so good that you just need to make up different competitions and just run them off one after the other every time. So it's like, you may have won the county championship, but now let's see what happens when we put you into the club championship. <laughs> and then it's like, and what about the regional district championships now? <laughs> and not to re- like WWE, just every week a different storyline. <laughs> not to reopen old wounds, but it's very much like the Kilkenny Senior Hurling League. For probably. <laughs> last championship. It, it, it is a bit like that. It is like that. Uh, yeah, so this Friday night it's uh, Kinmare against Stax in that in that Kerry final. So uh, Stax topped the other group ahead of Dingle on points difference. Mm. So Stax Stax won it last year, and that's why they ended up in the Munster Championship when uh, East Kerry beat Crokes in the Kerry Senior Football Championship final. Uh, so, yeah, and that's streaming live as well. Yeah. Uh, Mark, not to go just, back just before we move on, though, but just on and one more thing on the Kerry Divisional Championship happening now in a couple of weeks. Like, if you think about Kerry seniors, and not to like, don't want to be always moving everything to inter county, but you know, the weird knockout championship that you have now, the you know, possibly being undercooked coming out of Munster these days when teams are used to so many games, you know, 
no harm having these lads having a full competitive championship yeah, up until the last minute, mm. whereas everybody else might be trying to wind it down a bit quicker to get more training. I actually think they do carry a lot of good. Like. Mm. Uh, b- before we get off, Kerry, and move on to my uh, my new favourite box set that is the Waterford Tino Hurling Championship. I was literally about um, to say, people listening here will, uh, will, will be forgiven for thinking that <laughs> PJ's favourite championship is Kerry, but we're going to move on to Waterford. But anyway, go on. Before before we move on to Waterford Hurling, we, we need to, the this weekend see if the, it's the beginning of the most hotly contested championship of them all, the uh, Kerry Senior Hurling Championship. When uh, oh. Be- my, my club Belly Duff are taking on Belly Hyde on Friday night as it gets underway so uh, at half six on Friday I will be watching Belly Hyde versus Belly Duff quickly followed by uh, whenever they actually get it up on, on demand Kimmery against Crooks so yeah the it's a to- I think it's, pre- yeah, it's knockout this year the Kerry Hurling Championship it uh, it should be good it's, it's always yeah it's uh, it's always robust. The hurling is blood robust. And thunder. Yeah, blood yeah. and thunder. There are there are some very skillful players in there as well, but it, it is always hotly contested. So, uh, cause we won it last year, first time in twenty one years. They beat Lixnar in the final. Lixnar are the favourites this year, and uh, it, I, I like if if anybody like me is just like you, you're like looking for like a random game to watch. I I highly recommend watching Kerry hurling. It, it it's always fun. Good stuff, but your your box set, once for oh, Hurling well, Championship. Mark, Mark I, I I've really really gotten into the Water Hurling Championship. <laughs> I mean, like I, I'm into it big time. I'm I, like, I'm spending money left, right, and center. Like <laughs> I hope my I hope my wife doesn't listen to this podcast, so she'll find out how much money I'm spending on the Waterford <laughs> on the Waterford Senior Hurling Championship. That Bally Gunner are just going to win in the end anyway. There is that. I was thinking about that earlier. It was like you know. If if I could have picked, I could have picked one where they, there is a less obvious winner, where you know a, there is a team that hasn't won it for like six, what is like six or seven years in a row now? Something like it's, that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, some, it's something mad. Um, but uh, I'm still t- thoroughly entertained. Uh, on on Sunday night, finish work, and they're like, all I do after uh, after a day of like covering J news, you know, I do I watch some hurling from Waterford, <laughs> and I I I put on. Uh, Lismore against Dungarvan in it was the final game of the of the group stages. What a what a mad game! Absolutely bonkers. Uh, it finished with six nineteen, six eighteen to four nineteen. It was a 10, 10 37 They put up Lismore won it. Um, it was just like a mad game. I don't know if I really like the scoreline. I mean, you would think that just that scoreline, you re- realize when you're watching it how crazy a game it is, but I was kind of like that. Do you like to say if you put up, if you, if you throw a frog into boiling water, then it'll jump straight back out. But I was like the frog that was, you know, sitting in the boiling water. It was just like... <laughs> not realising what's going on. Not realising just how crazy this game was until the end, perhaps. Um, yeah, it was March and again, I think he got like one thing. Lismore won the game. So they're, they're into the quarterfinals. They're playing uh, the quarterfinals around this weekend. Um, but uh, one of the things I kind of really enjoyed about this is, you know, you see, you see, like you get these inter-county players who are this weekend with like Patrick Kern for um, for Dungarvan, and he's kind of like some, someone you know from the Waterford team. But now you get to see him is he's, he's, he's become more of a prominent role for yeah. say for Dungarvan, and like you, you kind of you really get the see what he's capable of and that he's yeah. kind of one of the leaders on this team. I love that. And 
Yeah, he kind of really enjoyed it. Like, like him trying trying to take over a game. It, it was it was it was like do you see like um like a to continue my box set kind of film TV uh, analogies here. It's like do you like when you see like a, a bit part actor in a modern film, then all of a sudden he's he's in like a bigger role. He gets like a he's like leading man in something. You yeah. really he kind, of, kind of like get to see what he's capable of. A lot like that. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, Marshan and, and Liv Moore killed off Patrick Gordon uh, <laughs> <laughs> on, on Sunday evening. Like it, the quarterfinals yeah. water for on this weekend. Like get in there. It, it's, it's over. Or Friday, Saturday, Sunday. How do you recommend watching it again? Yeah, Ballygunner are still one to three or three to one on favourites uh, on Labricks.com for looking at Dallas then seven to two and Liv Moore ten to one. But uh, and even yeah, like, like we're talking about that, we don't mention the the headline grabbing one was Austin Leeson getting sent off for the weekend. Yeah, uh, in the bounce on Ron Moore game. Yeah, um, two minutes in. Well, he he hit the he hit uh, Brian Nolan with the shoulder. Forty forty seconds, fifty seconds into the game, I think it was a red card. Like you, you kind of like it is a hefty challenge, like a serious challenge. But you are wondering. Wait, did he hit him straight on the shoulder there? Maybe it's okay, but when you watch like frame by frame back, the referee, there's no doubt like the referee and the linesman, they made the right decision. He hit him, he hit him in the chest, like, and Brian Nolan was down for two, three minutes. Um, yeah, it was like, it, like they, they, they definitely made the right call. I thought it was very strange, like, among like, starting from people like you see them, like, from Waterford on Twitter, they were like saying, geez, you get, you know, like, you get like a, a standing ovation for a hit like that in Kilkenny, but in Waterford you get sent off. But it's, like, no, you, like you, you can't have hits like that in the game anymore. Yeah, maybe, it's, maybe it's one of those. Shoulder you, shoulder. Yeah, when you look at them, when you look at it, it's like the intention is to hit a shoulder on a shoulder, good hefty challenge. But it's just because with head injuries and stuff now, it's so dangerous that it, there is a fine line, and it is something that I think going forward in the GALO, I suppose just the fact that people are, it, it is kind of almost gradually coming out of it anyway automatically but it is that thing of like the only physical contact really in the rules that you're looking at is a shoulder to shoulder challenge mm-hmm. that you're supposed to get out but it is almost like it's, it's like it's a lot more like if you're going back to a football one or whatever con- uh, comparison it's a lot more dangerous going in for a shoulder to shoulder challenge like that if someone's unsuspecting than going in with your hand and just getting your mm-hmm. hand around someone or whatever or pulling them back whatever it is uh, but there yeah it is one of those that it's just unfortunate it's, it's probably a red card if you do come in if you do come in with like that much pace and power and you get it wrong I think it's like it is a red card yeah I agree with that actually because when we we had this argument when Richie Hogan got sent off in the All-Ireland Final last year and you know I felt that some of the kind of vitriol about how much of an idiot he was or whatever at the time was really uncalled for and it made me kind of on his side because I genuinely think he came in for the shoulder Carl Barrett stopped dead and his natural reaction was to try and get some of them, you know, to try and still make contact yeah. so his elbow came up. But to say, you know, to take the whether he meant it or not stuff or whether he was stupid stuff out of it, the duty of care is on the person going for the big physical challenge. Don't do it if you're afraid of getting, if, if you don't want to get it wrong and, you, you, you know, you're going to get sent off It's the consequences of it because you have to protect players. Like, so I think it was the same situation here, really. Before we move on to this weekend's game, two very quick ones to mention. One, the Calvin Senior Football Championship. Just want to give a shout out to Shawnee Johnson scoring 1-8 in the first half for Calvin Gales against Mullahorn at the weekend. And I think it might have been, I don't know if he played the, that was the second game of the championship for the Gales, but I think Shawnee missed the first game out injured. So that is That's very disappointing actually, Mark, because you put this into our, uh, 
our tread earlier we were talking about what we were going to say and I think you had a typo and you said that he scored 9-8 and oh, <laughs> I, no. was, I was waiting to hear I, about it I had exaggerated I said 9-87 I was like, <laughs> <laughs> But it's genuine. Like looking at it back to I think I showed you the Twitter account. It's so funny the Cavan Gales Twitter account because Cavan Gales went into a one thirteen to no score lead here against Mullahorn, who had hammered Lara the week before. So people were expecting this to be, you know, probably Mullahorn, a young team, kind of on a you know shot to nothing, but could give a, could have an upset here. But it was just like if you're looking through the tweets, it's like first half one minute point from play, Shawnee Johnson. There's one there's one stretch here in the middle of the first half where it's first half seven minutes, point from play, Shawnee Johnson. First half point from play, Shawnee Johnson. First half twelve minutes, point from play, Shawnee Johnson. Fifteen minutes, point from free from a free, Shawnee Johnson. Seventeen minutes, goal from play, Shawnee Johnson. <laughs> he scored. So that's one four in a row. Uh, and then managed a few more points either side of that as well in the first half. So I wouldn't How are you be surprised gonna see- back. Sorry, I was going to say he was back. He was interviewed with Gaelic Life last week. He said he was back training with Cavan at the start of the year before the uh, he broke his arm and also before the lockdown, obviously. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him back playing for Cavan in the Ulster Championship later on in a couple of months against Ireland back now? again. Oh, what age would he be? Thirty-four? Would he be? I want to say thirty-four or five. How are you going to feel when he ends up on the Kildare fifteen for thirty on uh, on Friday? <laughs> People are voting on the Kildare team at the moment. I know he's got some votes. I think people are, what they might say down the country is Blagarden, Mark. Uh, but if, he's, if he gets enough votes, he's going to be in the team. That's the way it works. <laughs> we'll take lads in any team, uh, any 15 for 30 team, as long as they'll have us. But uh, yeah, and also, we want to men- I want to mention the Mayo Football Championship, which is interesting because you have uh, last weekend, you have uh, a briefy with an upset against Castlebar St. Mitchells. And then Padraig O'Hara's interview, which was brilliant for Ballina after beating Claire Morris. Those lads are going to beat whoever comes in front of them. So, I mean, should we play out the rest of the know. championship? <laughs> yeah. It's great to see interviews like that. The one thing that disappointed me about that interview was Mike Finnerty saying, well, I don't think we need to hear any more from Pardew O'Hara. We, we definitely need to hear more from Pardew O'Hara. Pardew O'Hara here. What are, you, what are you talking about, Mike Finnerty? Um, like you, you could see Evan Regan kind of like, both like lat, giggling, Evan, Evan Regan giggling away next to Pardew O'Hara as he was like, wondering, kind of wondering to himself, what are you getting yourself into here? Um, how am I going to follow this? Yep. <laughs> uh, it, it, it was straight because the the game that he was talking about is Ballinas Stephen against um, Macmore. It is a dead rubber. Both teams are already true to the uh, to, to the to, to the next to the quarterfinals of the Mayo Championship. So it was almost like Pardiora was trying to like sell this game like it's going to be on live TV or it's going to be on uh, it's, I presume it's going to be on Mayo GA TV and he's he's trying to trying to buck up the boost sales right there. Yeah, definitely. I look and like look that's thrown that the you know with Ballinan now obviously like so the briefy win has thrown that wide open. So that's another great interesting championship we've got to look forward to. But Mick, what are the games on television this weekend? Because there's plenty to there's plenty to keep our eyes over. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's another great week. Um I've actually lost it here because I was looking up uh, Dan Shanahan's uh, Lismore tattoo. <laughs> Which somehow we did. You're looking up Dad Chatter's Chana, <laughs> Lismore tattoo. I'm looking up Charlie Johnson's age. Is anyone presented this show at all? <laughs> I'm going to get it here, but while, before I do, I just want to mention one thing that, that PJ was saying, just for when people are watching these games. I think it was a really good point about Patrick Curran. I remember going to an intermediate Claire, a game in Clare a couple of years ago, 
um, and Patrick O'Connor, who's gone care captain now, or was anyway, and he was playing like centre back for Tubber. And you know, he just like stood out of mind. You could see how good a hurler he was. When he was someone that you kind of just like would be there on the county team, and you think he was pretty good. And I've watched him completely differently ever since then. And I think that's the case. If you're watching any of these games on TV and there's someone you might just kind of know the name for of, but you're not really too aware of them or they're kind of a sub on the county team or they're a, you know, a, a, a wing forward that doesn't get much press, this is a, really pay attention to them because they, are, they do show the class at a level down, you know? Yeah. You had, uh, you had Limerick's uh, third-choice goalkeeper, Aaron Galland's brother. Uh, stepping up <laughs> for uh, for Patrick's well on Saturday evening, which that, that was another incredible game where I was. I I've also looked out with the TV games I've chosen to watch because I put I uh, I came in from not spending the day watching watching live sport and decided I put on the last twenty minutes of that and uh, what an incredible finish that was because uh, Patrick's well were four points down to Doom and. Looking like the Doom were looking like they were heading straight into the semi final, and Patrick as well. We happened to go into sorry, Patrick as well in the quarter final. But one, one, one in injury time. First, the first, first, the goal from Aaron Galan, he had a and like an injured hand was an incredible, just like an incredible catch and turn. He's he's an incredible player in the air. I, I like. Maybe people talk about that a lot. Maybe people kind of know how good he is in the air. Mm. He just has an incredible ability when a ball is coming down the middle of the fence to just time that jump and catch the ball. It was an incredible goal. And then he did the same for the equaliser. For He caught a ball. It was like the ball was it. The puck out was aimed at him. And he caught it and laid it off to Kevin O'Brien. Um, which, like, with his injured hand as well. And mm. what I was mentioning, his brother... Jason Galland, who was the third choice goalkeeper for uh, for Limerick, took over the free taking for uh, for Patrick's well in that game. So another case of someone you kind of see like a name you see on a county panel, don't know much about them, and they're stepping up in like these these like for these club games, and you can see what they're capable of. Yeah, absolutely. I think Aaron Galland. Anything that people don't know about him, I think they'll learn over the next couple of years. I think he's probably going to get to the stage where he's getting a lot more attention. Uh, if kind of his pro- uh, trajectory continues as, as good as it was, but anyway, there is five games on. We mentioned right, it's uh, four football and one uh, hurling, a lot of the Dublin Senior Football Championship, uh, which I think people would be interested. But on T- on Friday night on TG Carter Day, uh, it's the Down Senior Football Championship, which is an interesting one. It's Kilku versus Mayo Bridge. Um, unfortunately, PJ, you were saying we don't get to see Benny Coulter. He's only at a <laughs> He's only at reserve level at the moment for average. Yeah, uh, that, 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 cool, that goal we saw him a few weeks ago, I'm pretty sure it was in, was in a reserve game. Kilku, All-Ireland finalist yeah. last year, of course. Mayo Bridge, did Mayo Bridge reach an All-Ireland final in the mid-90s? Did they win in All-Ireland at some stage? I can't remember. I, I think they were, <laughs> probably one I should have looked up beforehand. One to look out for uh, in the Down Championship um, this year is Shane McCartney. He's a Northern Ireland international footballer, soccer player, who uh, is currently a free agent after leaving Bradford. I know there's a good few teams kind of uh, who are linked with him. He's playing for uh, Dlin in the uh, in he's he's played in league games this year, and he's he's already I've, I was watching on their Facebook page earlier on. He 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 scored two goals so far for Dlin in in the in the down league, and he's going to play for them in the. In the Down Senior Championship this year, which, uh, wow, kind of an interesting one. It's uh, like free agent. 
no one to tell them what to do. I'm going to go back and play uh, play football for my job. He he's won two Hogan Cups. Um, the school in Newry is it St Coleman's? I think it is. They mm. they, they won they won. I think they won two years in a row. They beat uh, St Brendan's, St Killarney, and St Jarlett's. Yeah, he's won two Hogan Cups. He's won a Mercury Cup. Uh, it's kind of an interesting one. Like yeah, what better? Yeah. Uh, good way to stay fit for him I guess for the summer I owned him for Bradford in my career mode in FIFA 20 and I have to say he never gave me any trouble uh, there was no issues let him away to play club football in the summer uh, and it did him the world of good so there you go <laughs> good to see uh, real life following uh, the, the incredible detail in FIFA these days Mark yeah unbelievable uh, Go on then to uh, the rest of the weekend, Mick. You're looking at the yeah. Dublin Senior Football Championship. It's the last games of the group stages. Uh, and on, they're split on television. They're on, there's two games on Saturday night on RT2 and then there's one on Sunday on TG Cahar, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So on, on the double header on uh, RT, which has been a great addition, I think, even though they had it, I think, last year as well. But uh, obviously, with it being the summer now as well, it's been a great addition. So at five, 10 past five uh, on RT2 on Saturday night, Ballymun against Thomas Davis, uh, is followed by Jack McCaffrey's Clontarf, as they're officially known, against St. Vincent's um, at half seven. So, um, yeah, like both of those games should be pretty good. And then there's the third coverage on uh, Sunday at 4.15 of Oliver Plunkett's against Rohini. So lots of Dublin Championship to go on there. We'll talk about that in a sec, but also then live on TG Cahar on Sunday is there's Tipperary Hurling uh, with Kilroan McDonough's against Lockmore, Castellani, them of the um, many titles recently. Hmm? The McGrath. The, uh, the McGrath thing for... Exactly, yeah. yeah. The many McGraths. Uh, I, I was watching the highlights. The, uh, they, they lost the third of Sarsfield uh, at the weekend. And on TG Carr, they had the, uh, the highlights of, uh, of that game. Monday night, TG Carr, 8 o'clock. If you're looking for some club GA, they, like, watch it because... They, they they have highlights from all these kind of games that uh, Nimit and their stream are streaming for for uh, for for counties as well or watching uh, the the the, spi- the spine of that Lockmore Castle Isle team is all McGrath it's all McGrath from <laughs> from from full back to full forward all McGrath including the midfield duo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, 2018, 2016 and 2011 uh, were their recent county titles. They also won in 24, uh, 2004 and 2003. So I was a little bit worried that I had that, uh, that arse race. But I knew they'd won. I knew they'd won a few, PJ, and that they're full of McGraths. They're the only thing that, two things I know about Lockmore Castellani. Maybe I'll find out a little bit more on, uh, on Sunday afternoon on TG Carr. Yeah, the uh, Dublin games as well. Like, say, they're all the last games. There's four different groups, and it's top two go through. Top two go through. So, Ballymun against Thomas Davis. Thomas Davis last week, last year in the county final, lost to Scaries last weekend. Everybody, obviously, that was one of the headline games, given the sending off for the lack of a gum shield after Thomas Davis had scored a goal. So they're playing Ballymun. A goal rather than a uh, sending off. Oh, sorry, not sending off. Just to meant to say this is a goal. Yeah, sorry. Um, they need to beat now because of that win of uh, Scary's beat them and then they're playing Lusk. So you'd imagine that'll be another win for Scary's given that Lusk lost the two games so far. So Davis kind of need to get a result here against Ballymun if they want to go through. Clontarf against Vincent's, given that Vincent's lost to Ballyboden last weekend as well. That's a straight kind of shootout between the two of them to see who goes through second in that group. And then Oliver Plunkett's against Rahini. Rahini, big win last week for them against Castleknock, but they did get hammered in the opening game against Kilmacud Croke. So Rahini need to win that uh, against Plunkett's and win it well if they want to uh, 
guaranteed to go through, but then you're looking at Castleknock and Kilmacud. Given Kilmacud's form, they should win that, but because they're already through, you'd wonder, or they're as good as through, given their score difference, you'd wonder, uh, could Castleknock pull off something uh, magic there in that, that other game? It's not obviously televised. But basically, the long and short of it is that all of those games are worth watching. <laughs> And if you don't want to watch any of them, there's about 4,000 other ones that you can get a stream for Fiverr. And watch exactly. And as we um, mentioned, there's... Sorry, go on, PJ. I'm looking for recommendations for uh, my next box set after the, uh, the Waterford Senior Hurling Championship, you know? Um, if someone, like, should I get into, like, Antrim football? Um, Sligo it's hurling? Antrim what, football. Whatever, whatever is out there. I think Antrim football, actually, speaking of, I think there's games of that on tonight, uh, Wednesday night. Uh, the uh, Antrim football uh, championship is always well worth watching. I would, I would, <laughs> I know you already just mentioned that one as a random throwaway one, but remember the excitement last year when there was like penalty shootouts or was the yeah. free kick shootout or whatever it was. Uh, yeah, they're playing Cargan are playing tonight against uh, Aldergrove, and you've got uh, like Lambert. They're just all uh, four games are on tonight. So look, there you go, PJ. There's a mid, there's a midweek box set for you. Uh, thank you, everybody. That we have to get out of here, or else we go through all the championships. Too. Uh, but uh, there's plenty of GA this weekend, as we mentioned. There's the, the boxing. There's Champions League. What do we call it, Mick? The plethora of Portuguese yeah. plethora of football, or whatever. Yeah. Something like football. that, yeah. <laughs> Portugal's <laughs> better player of football. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Get out, go off, everyone. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the sport. Thank you for listening. Please do subscribe. We search Build Up on Balls.de on all good podcast apps. Please rate and review the show while you're there as well. But until we chat to you again, mind yourself. Yeah.